What's up you guys, this is Jake, Benny's boyfriend, you know the one that you always hear about with all the shameless Jake plugs. Make sure to check out the TV Gate podcast posted every Tuesday by yours truly, the Gilmore Gay himself, Benny Higgins, and his lovely sister Suzanne. Subscribe to their channel and you will not be disappointed. That was good. That was good. It's like TV Guide, but right. it's Gade, because I'm gay talking about TV. But I'm not gay. No, but they know me from being the Gilmore gay. And but they I know me from being my sister. Nothing. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to the TV Gay Podcast, the podcast where we talk about TV shows that all of us are watching, both new and old, scripted and unscripted, guilty and not guilty. I'm Benny Higgins, even though I don't sound like it. I sound like this person that's about to croak, but I got a sinus infection, which is why we didn't do any of our IG. So don't worry, we're still with you. But I did want to let you know that my TikTok name, which is where you probably found this whole thing, you saw me on TikTok, is right now Benny James Higgins, B-E-N-N-Y-J-A-M-E-S-H-I-G-G-I-N-S. But it's going to go back to Gilmore Gay May 23rd. But also, just want to talk about it, I started another page where I'm talking about Gilmore Girls and other things and not even TV related, just like whatever I want. It's called Gilmore Gay Plus. So Gilmore Gay and then Plus. The page is fun. And if you want to talk about anything and everything, including the sandwich that you ate, come and join. That's my plugs. I love it. I love it. And so I am Suzanne Hanch. And you know me from this and still just from this, because as try as I may, I cannot seem to get a TikTok, Instagram, any presence going for myself. Hey, Suzanne, how is that, by how's tr- that TikTok going? Oh, thanks. Thanks. And I love that I say try as I may, as if I'm like sitting and like really trying to put those. I have done two of the thing that I've planned Two. Has it been a hard day's night for you? Y'all will understand what that means. You'll you'll get that eventually. But that was really smart, Benny. I'm really, I'm really impressed. I'm witty. You're super witty. I learned it from you. Oh, I learned it from I learned it from watching you. Okay, so who's next? Oh, it's me. It's always me. Rocket. Guys, we have such a great episode today, I think. Um, we have not any of it yet. Which I love telling you guys when we do and when we don't. Um it makes that. us feel like you're the fourth, fifth, or sixth member of this podcast. Yes. So obviously, you know that we're going to be watching Bridgerton. We're watching the seventh episode, which we'll go into. But also, we have an amazing special guest. We're getting close to ending this, you guys. Rachel Johnson from TikTok, a lovely follower. And we're going to be talking about the friendships in Gilmore Girls. Were they good? What did they represent? Were they good friends, bad friends, whatever? We're going to go into all of it. Woot. Also, guys, spoiler alert for the entirety of this episode, of the next episode, of the episode after that, of the episode after that, of all of it, of our Instagram, of our stories. Spoiler alert, guys, we hold nothing back. If you don't want to find out things, 
don't come to us. <laughs> and we're pretty graphic. I don't know if you listened to last week's Ooh, listener yeah. discretion advised episode, but um, did it say listener discretion advised? I put you it. Are, you are so cute. But All I right. did it like the Fox people, like viewer discretion advised. Nice. I love it. And I'm sure you were just saying to yourself, okay, these guests, how are they doing this? Well, guys, you could also be a guest on this podcast as well. All you have to do is listen to the end of the episode and we'll let you know how you can be a special guest on the TV Gay podcast. I sound like a washed up, like. You sound like you have a haunted leg. Yeah, my leg is haunted, everyone. Um, also guys, please rate, review, subscribe. If you are, if you're on iTunes, subscribe, it's great. We love it. And then you can find out, like I said, like we've said many times before, you can find out when we post a new episode, because sometimes we don't get that episode up at 9am. Sometimes we don't get that episode up on Tuesday. So if you subscribe and, you, and then you go to your little thingy and you pull down, it'll go, Oh, look, TV Gade put up a podcast today. And that's how you'll know. Well, I mean, I'll be candid. We will have one up every single Tuesday at nine. It's just the fact that we have got to do these interviews on Saturdays and not Sundays. I make no promises to our listeners. I apologize. Wow. Look, just call me the Duke of Hastings. Just call me the Duke of Hastings. Actually, the Duke of Hastings is all about their promises. So, yeah. Um, speaking of Duke of Hastings, I think it's a great seggy. Yeah, that was what I was trying to do. I know you, you didn't were. catch it. Oh, okay. I caught it. Um, uh, so before we back, go, though. before we throw it back, um, I'd love for you to give the Reader's Digest version of this episode. Okay. Okay. So um, I believe that this episode uh, can merely be called Aftermath of Secrets Revealed. Um, yeah. We Is that it? Go th- <laughs> that's kind of it, dude. I mean, look, do- am I wrong? Bridgerton, also known as I hate you, but I'm going to have sex with you anyway. And oh, um, maybe. Are I- you adding on to my synopsis? I always do a Bridgerton, oh, also known oh, as. But you said that's all that you had. That was all you had. So I was like, it's, well, then we need to wrap this it's mother It's literally up. what it is. It, it literally is. It's like. I'm not wrong. And I'm just going to say this. Thank God. I will say it. Thank God for the end. Because there was a time where. There was a time. There was a time. <laughs> Thank you for being my sister. <laughs> We can never <laughs> go back. I can't even sing can anymore. Never go back to. Sorry. Okay. And just um, becomes a singing. Before. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there are people out there. Stop it. Come on. Let's go. Y'all, we changed the whole podcast. No, anyway. Okay. It's just us singing the roles that we've always wanted to sing. <laughs> I said, thank God. For the end, because there was about 20 minutes of it where I was looking at my phone, checking correspondence with TikTok, where I was like, look, not much happened going on. And then all of a sudden, Marina's dead. All of a sudden, blood. All of a sudden, fights. All of a sudden, Eloise knows something big. All of a sudden, weird moment that I went, Benedict was just like 
realized who he is and then all of a sudden didn't and pushed it down again by getting French lady you think on. You're, I, go ahead. And here's let's the thing. talk about that first. Well, let's talk about it. Okay. So listeners, I need everyone to understand that I've been on a little bit of a Bridgerton rabbit hole over the past um I don't know what week. <laughs> yeah. What? I just you go. I just okay. had something that I wanted to tell you, but Okay. I've been on a Bridgerton rabbit hole um where I've been listening to the novels. And I don't know, I've seen, you know, obviously there's differences between the novels and the television show, but I, I legitimately do not know how they change Benedict's story into one where he is coming to terms with some type of a homosexuality. In the first book, the Duke and I. Mm hmm. Is it alluded to at all, or is this completely? I have not. I've not listened to the Duke and I. Oh, so you because just I've seen the show, to, but I'm, maybe I should listen to the Duke and I. So you just listened to I kissed uh, something. What's the second one? What called? the Viscount who loved me? That. I have listened to the Viscount who loved me. I have listened to an offer from a gentleman, and I have listened, and I am in the process of listening to to Sir Philip with love. Did it feel pretty cool? Can I ask you this? Okay. To know who that person was that Anthony was looking at? Oh, yeah. It was cool for me as well, because when you told me you were reading, I was like, I'm going to do the thing I do, which is spark notes. Um, and so don't come for me. But no, it's okay. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's Kate. Oh, no, that wasn't Kate. Oh, yes, it is. No, it's not. The one that he saw across the room for oh. a second. That's not oh. opera singer again. <laughs> it is opera singer again. <laughs> oh man. Look, guys, if you have just, if you have just started every fucking time. <laughs> Damn it. Not our e. We got our E. Fuck. <laughs> uh, that was opera singer. That was opera singer. Yeah. The whole time I went, oh, that's Kate. I know. No, because Kate's supposed to be. She's going to be Indian. Oh, that's right. It's not Kate. Well, anyway, I can't believe once again. Yeah. I didn't opera recognize singer. opera singer. Sienna. Her name is Sienna. Or Sienna. Poor old Sienna. Poor <laughs> Miss Poor Sienna. Sienna. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on cold medicine for four days straight. And, and I um, have not. And I'm off <laughs> but of it. Apparently, I'm I'm good to go with you. Okay. So yeah, that was Sienna. Um, oh, so I disagree, oh, Betty. Oh. I think a lot of things happened in this episode. I thought it was a really engaging one i love seeing daphne come into her own um that was tremendous i yeah. will say that. um and her just her like realization and this actually goes to your situation with marina being like i don't think marina's a villain i i think um i think i kind of agree with you in some realms of that just because i think that some of the situation with marina was a um, what's the word? Uh, 
was as a result of women not knowing much about yes. how these things happen. I think this show does a really good job of not having a villain, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The scariest and the most impressive villains are the ones that don't think that they're evil or doing the wrong thing. That's what makes them scary. Right. Um, and so that, for me, is what Marina is, is that, and with Portia as well, because they're, I, I think that we can agree that they are the most villainous characters in the show. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um, but yeah, they both sure. have reasonings behind doing what they're doing. It's not Absolutely. just like there's a desperation. Yeah. Just like when um, Portia's husband, uh, Lord Featherington, goes oh. and tries to get. Um, uh, oh, my goodness. I can't I cannot remember his name, but Simon's boxing friend. I know. Um, I always forget his name, too. Y'all remember, we're not professionals yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, No, but when he tries to get him to throw the fight and he's like, think about your family. And then all of a sudden he's like, don't mention my family. And he was like, look, I'm just saying this because I need to help my family, too. Like, I think that that's kind of across the board. What the situation is, is that like. There are. Pure. Somewhat pure motives for the villainy that's happening everywhere. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Um, Slightly off topic, but not off topic. Like I was looking through my notes and this is not me being like, and the next thing I said was this, Mm -hmm. was this an episode for you that you went, because I did, I went, well, Colin is beautiful as well. Oh my goodness. Yes. When he was lying down in Mm -hmm. that scene because of, and, and I was like, I and I wrote yep. I said Colin is beautiful. I it's he interesting. It was care? a very you know, it was a very um so I'm gonna refer back to the books for a second. Um Fine. so the the books obviously are just madly in love with the Bridgertons, like just madly in love with this family. Obviously it it's that series. Um the television show is as well, but it hasn't done a really great job of it, I think, until this episode because Benedict was beautiful. Colin, beautiful. Anthony, beautiful. Oh my God. Daphne, gorgeous. Yep. There were moments of Daphne where I was just like, whoa. And then Eloise. Oh Eloise, my God. When she when was just in, and I just felt like they were like love letter to the Bridgertons. And then, oh my goodness, I did think of this part when uh when Violet. And Eloise are standing there uh, looking in the mirror together. First of all, what an amazing casting job. They look they exactly look, the same. And I know what you're talking and about. And also, I and, and maybe it's because I because of the books. And look, maybe it's just going to become shameless book plug because apparently I've decided shameless that. Shameless book plug. No. <laughs> um, That's not it? Okay. Well, we'll see. But because of the books, I... I'm starting to like see everyone because the books jump around in time. Like they don't just like go, you know, uh, chronologically. Sure. Um, they, they go based off of whatever the, the brother or sister's uh, love situation is. And, um, and, and for some reason I was like transported back to like when Violet would have been a debutante. Like you could just see that like youngness in her 
and I, I was just, I was just like, she's, oh, they're just all so gorgeous. That was my long diatribe of how gorgeous the Bridgertons are. Did you find that Eloise looked like Julie Andrews and Cinderella? Uh, I did not. No, I was you- too busy. I was too busy looking at uh, how much she looks like Violet. Well, you should pull up Julie Andrews and Cinderella, like the cover. And you'll be okay. like, oh, my gosh. Um, Maybe I'll do that in a minute. Off of that scene, I thought it yeah. was such a beautiful moment where basically Violet was like, baby, if you don't want to do this, you don't have to. Uh, and it was so refreshing. Obviously, it's – and once again, we say – Hands down, they're the greatest families ever. They really are. They, to me, this is to me what Bridgerton family is. It is a much more rich March family. Yes, I think I, I think I'd agree. Um, And I think that's why it is so successful, to be honest, is when Little Women came out, the movie, there's such an amazing thing about that novel, the movies that come out. It always feels nostalgic genuine. and familiar and genuine. And I think for me with Downton Abbey, I don't get that as much. I feel almost like I'm not good enough to watch Downton Abbey. Oh, wow. Okay. It doesn't. It just feels very upper crust and in a way that I don't feel. Which is worthy. humorous because it has it's all about upstairs and downstairs. I know. But um, yeah. So, so with Bridgerton, I think it has a lovely mixture of that. Yeah, it's. I think it's really nice, and not to cut you off, but I think it's really <clears throat> nice. I was just thinking, like with with the Regency era, there's so much like putting on airs and like trying, you know, to if you have a title, um, you know, just appearing in a certain in a certain way. And I think that what I really love that we're saying is that the Bridgertons are genuine. They genuinely love each other. Daphne, Daphne doesn't go to escape her marriage. She doesn't go to the tone to the ton to, you know, at to see about Colin. Yeah. That's not why she's doing it. She's doing it because she loves Colin and she loves her family. And she knows that the situation has put them in disgrace and she wants to be there for them and help them in any way she can, which apparently is all the ways. <laughs> this episode was my favorite Daphne episode. But oh, yeah. did you all what... go ahead? I'm so sorry. What are you saying? I was just going to say it goes with what I was saying, where it's very similar to the Harry Potter books in that uh, she we're we're what like as the episodes go on we're watching her mature yes and she's dealing with more mature moments and uh I, I love it go ahead i will say the duke and her portion was reminiscent to the first nine episodes of season six of gilmore girls for me i'm just kind of like you'll need to either get it together or yeah or cut it off i i think it's funny maybe it's not funny maybe it's too soon did you watch this and go why does it feel like I'm kind of watching a depiction of Rage's like exiting of the Bridgerton life? Like the beginning, it's like, I love it. We're here, awesome. And then slowly mm-hmm. it's like, screw you guys, I'm done. Like, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the birds with my gun all I want. 
and I'm going to cut off this marriage. And if you don't want it, then deal. And while I'm at it, I'm going to punch the fuck out of you, Anthony, because I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm done with this shit. I'm done with shitty gigs. Anyway. Oh, wow. Um, no, that's do you not really? I did not feel it at all. I did. I was like, this is. I was alluding that's to. Hilarious. There's yeah, a thing I didn't. I'm, I go ahead. I was alluding to RuPaul's Drag Race when they have a Sharon oh. impersonator and they're like, I'm a fucking Oscar winner. I'm tired of these chicken shit gigs. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Sorry. I just. <laughs> no, yeah, that's awesome. Whatever. Um, I, 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 I really liked the end where you could see the love in his eyes for, um, for Daphne, for the, for her pain and her loss um, although I do want to point out, I don't, I believe all it was, was that she got her period. I, it seems almost as if it's like a miscarriage, but I, it's just, it's just her period. She's Thank not you. been, she's not been there long enough for that to be the case. She's just crying because when she gets her period, that there's means, no baby. That, well, that means there's no baby, but then that also means that they will separate even though they'll still be married, like they won't be together anymore. And I believe she loves him so much that it's like, I would rather have you with us. Basically the baby in her mind, I think would keep the hope alive. That's what that was for me. I'm so glad that you said that because I was like, I don't want to be uneducated and just come to this meeting and be like, did she have a miscarriage? And be like, yes, Benjamin, that's what you didn't, you didn't catch that. So thank you. No, I she, was like, uh, I think she just had her period and this means no baby. Yeah, you're you are exactly right. No baby. You're exactly though. right. Um, um, and then also Marina was clearly trying to induce an abortion. Yes. She was trying to induce a miscarriage. Now, I don't mean to be basic. I don't think she's dead. Why is that basic? Well, because I feel like this sounds terrible, but I feel like you have like maybe younger, younger viewers that would be like, oh my gosh, she's dead. And like well, they don't think. Yeah. Right. No, hurting. you're not being basic. Um, I, I will say that there is a rule. Um, there's a superhero rule, but I believe it's gone on to be like, television character rule where if you do not see them die they are not dead interesting i've never picked up on that which you've even... never heard of that no oh if you don't see them die if you don't, they don't... see their death they're not they're then they're not dead okay yeah okay that is You'll have to look it up. You'll you'll find you'll find you'll figure it out. You'll find it. Um, I want to talk conservatively for like four hundred years about the married ladies gathering. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this I loved. I loved it so much. Everything about it. I wished that there was something like that. <laughs> In my life. <laughs> when, when Kitty was like, you've already taken so much money from me tonight, so might as well. Like, I thought this character was freaking hysterical. Uh, Lady Danbury, I love 
her so much. She's I love her gone. so much. Huh? He's been gone. It was nice it's to a, get some more. Well, of her I mean, back. she was gone because I feel like most of the last episode was like honeymoon, 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 Marina and Colin, honeymoon, honeymoon, secrets revealed, right? But for the fast two, like I feel like she had her episode, mm. like you, you can speak episode. And then did, it was did, like, she had a good one after that too, I thought. Didn't yeah, we? but then that? after that, it was we just talked about like, her hat. Duke and Daphne. Duke and well, Daphne. She's not the main character. It. She might as well be. Her and Violet could have a show and I would just tune in. Every day. <laughs> anyway. Um it's so funny because uh she's such like an afterthought in uh the books. That's but heartbreaking. They, they just made it well, I mean, maybe in the Duke and I, it's not like that, but um in the other in the other books that I've listened to, it's just she's just a little, just a little afterthought. Um Okay, so I love the gambling. I love the drinking. I love, I just, I love this like place for the married women of the ton to ton ton tone tone is it tone anyway. ton like Bridgerton Bridgerton oh okay oh down ton oh the ton yeah okay. All right, that's oh. that's where I am in the world. All ranting aside, everyone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man, you really uh, cut no, me off there, buddy. That was so funny. No, I, I was being funny. I, I wasn't meaning it. I know, I know. Um, anyway, I just uh, yeah. There's only so many ways that I can say that I loved that situation. Um, so I want to know your predictions because we're about to have the final episode. Yes. Of Bridgerton tomorrow. And by tomorrow, I mean next time we listen to it or watch it. Which I'm so be, done today. That's fine. Okay. So what <laughs> and maybe write them down because I'd love to like, or I guess they're in recording version. I want to know what your predictions are for the end of the show. All right. I'm gonna give them ready. Okay. I'm gonna go character by character. Love it. Okay. I'm going to go with Duke and Daphne first. Okay. I think they're going to figure this shit out. Okay. I think it's going to be a thing where he's going to compromise and be like, I might as well be a man. I get it. I got bad ties with my dad, but he's not here anymore. I think they're going to figure it out because they have to. We got to wrap a fucking bow over this. Because as a viewer, I like them, but I'm over the storyline. I'm more interested in the others. I really am. Okay. Where with Anthony. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's anything to resolve with Anthony mm -hmm. except for him to say goodbye to what's her name? Sienna. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to say goodbye to Sienna. I think okay. that's going to be his big thing. Okay. Um, I think with Benedict, I think Benedict is going to discover something about himself, whether it's that he is going to discover more of his questioning mm -hmm. or he's going to make some sort of decision, meet somebody new that catches his fancy. I don't see something. Do you see that happening before the end of this season? That's what I'm saying. I see it introduced i don't think he's gonna have a resolve because i don't think his character is that important yet 
I think, what about her? What about his romance with Eloise? <laughs> all ranting aside, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, with Eloise, I think the thing that's going to happen with Eloise is she's going to figure out who Whistletown is. Who do you think Whistletown is? Do you know who I think it is? Who? And you're going to be like, what? So there are two people that are coming to mind. Okay. The first person, and just hear me out. Okay. You're going to be like, no. Just and that's spit my, it out. Is that it's Danbury. Okay. The second is that it is this French girl that is like sometimes in episodes and I don't know why except to, the modiste. Yeah. Who's in the who's in the, in the, the carriage, carriage with them at the uh -huh. end. Okay. And then with Colin, here's what I think is going to happen with Colin, to be honest with you. I think that I don't think he and Marina are going to get married. I think that Penelope is going to confess her love, and I think that he is not going to reciprocate. Okay. Am I missing I guess any? that's it, right? Yeah. That's well, it. I mean, there's like Lord Fed, but meh, whatever. So I want to introduce a fun thing before we go into the... Okay. I want every single time, every episode, we're going to do, each of us, a controversial opinion. All right, I'm down. Okay. You start, so I know what, what you mean. So controversial oh, opinion. I am okay with the Duke if Duke and Daphne did not end up together. Whoa, that is a controversial opinion. Okay. And this is why I'm okay with it. Okay. People have a right to have pride. Okay. And even though, yes, this is someone that he loves, yes, this is someone he cares about, he does not want to have children, and it's because his dad has scarred him so much. And yes, is that something he should get over? Sure, but he has every right to be like, I'm not ready right now. I don't want to poo-poo you, but I am well, going to say this really quick. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't want to have children, not because his father has scarred him. That's not why he doesn't want to have children. He doesn't want to have children because he doesn't want to continue his family name. Exactly. He loves kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. His dad cared more about the name than actually being his fucking right. dad. Right, okay. And so I'm he's just... like, yeah, so he's like, I don't want to keep his legacy anymore. Yeah. I think he's a horrible person. And while I understand that... Her wanting to have children is very important and is a big deal. I'm not saying it's not. I think that, yes, to the way that it was handled, was it maybe could have been handled better? Sure. But I don't know. I guess you I'm don't think they're in love. I don't. It's so weird. I, I told you this before. If I was watching this show without a fandom and without the hype and without the publicity and all this, I don't think I would view them as Luke and Lorelai. I would view them as Lorelai and Max. Mm. Well, I think that there's a lot of reason for that specifically because um, it's, uh, it's not about them. Exactly. 
And I think the show has done a really good job of that mm-hmm. in having all these other characters be so three-dimensional as well. Whereas when they were first introduced, I was under well, the assumption, have, yeah. I was under the assumption it was just going to yeah. be about Daphne. That's it. Right. Just Daphne, Daphne. And then everybody else is just so like in the background. And it's done a really good job of it. So that's my controversial opinion. Okay. You want mine? Yep. Okay. I do not think that they are going to go in any LGBTQ uh, directions. Or sorry, LGBTQ plus directions. And... I don't hate that. Now, okay. <laughs> Benny's not making a face. I, no. That was just me freaking out. Just so I gave my know. piece. You gave yours. Yeah. Okay. The reason why is because I feel like the whole show has done a really uh, good job of being um, being colorblind, but also giving a reason for the for what you know why that why there is it seems to be a color blindness and i think they've done a really good job of like showing what's actually going on in the regency era and i don't know how they would be able to do that i don't know how um i just don't i don't know how it would be sustainable and it would and and this is not i'm not saying that i agree with this and i think this should happen but in the regency era it would ruin the family if something like that happened and so i i do not see them going in that direction i would love if they found a way to do it and still make it realistic and still make it be what it is i keep trying to think about like what that would be but I don't see them doing it. Well, here's the thing. So I'm actually a little bit more on your side than you think I would be. Okay. So if they're going to follow each of the Bridgertons, like the books, Mm -hmm. they would then turn into a gay love story for an entire season. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that is smart because it's very similar as going hey, we're a show about this and you love this. And then all of a sudden, the third season is all about something totally Mm -hmm. different. That is why I think it's important to have supporting characters, you know? Yeah. That's why Grey's Anatomy does it really well. If you started the show off with Meredith being a lesbian looking for her life, then you started the show that way. And that's amazing. But if you started the show where 10 seasons she is straight with a man she loves and then 17 of them she's a lesbian you're kind of like it's interesting but it seems very out of nowhere and it seems pandering and that's all i'm getting at is it seems like it would be very pandering to have an entire season about it now you guys might want to come for me and you can i'm a gay man saying this so Yeah, I mean, you know, it's an interesting thing because in the books, Benedict's story it, uh, very much uh, mirrors, like her, his love mirrors like a Cinderella type story. So I don't know if they turned it into, a, maybe they turn it into a Cinderella type story. Who knows? Sorry. That was good. That was, I wasn't, you're down for it? Cinderella. Okay. Love it. All right. All ranting aside, everyone. 
Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Not only do we talk about TV with each other, but we talk about it with other people as well. And by other people, I mean our excellent guest, Rachel Johnson. So excited to talk with her about the friendships of Gilmore Girls. So, my sister, are you ready to go into this interview in about 15 minutes? Yes, I am ready to go into this interview in about 15 minutes. And I'm ready to play a pre-recorded promo of me talking about Anchor so that we make money on our podcast. Well, here we go. Hey. Hello, Rachel. Hello. How are you doing today, dear? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Hanging in there. I've got a little bit of a virus. But other than that... I'm in a hammock, so my so my daughter can use her bedroom. <laughs> yeah, so this is my my sister. She is. I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So you're like, I know who Suzanne is. Do you want to do that? <laughs> Love it. Awesome. So Rachel, um, talk to us. How has your 2021 been? Fill us in. Um, I mean, it's been okay. Um, I'm from Down. Minnesota. <laughs> Oh, okay. And I'm Are currently you living Minnesota. <gasps> Me too. Really? My well, I'm not currently in Minnesota, but okay. my husband, my husband was born and raised in Minnesota. Cool. And um uh we lived there for like eight years and now we're in New York. What part of Minnesota? Um uh lived in Brooklyn Park mostly. Brooklyn Park. But now my parents live in Blaine, yeah. Oh, in Blaine. That's where my um where my uh mother-in-law and uh father-in-law, my in-laws are. Nice. Wait. We were um oh, over cool. off of Grand Avenue. There's I live a off of 109th and 65. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Benny. There's a <laughs> Blaine. You're the yeah, worst. Blaine, There's Minnesota. A, yeah. Blaine, Minnesota. B-L-A-I-N-E. B-L-A-I-N-E. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you having a quirky St. Clair moment? So, Rachel, one of my favorite movies of all time is Waiting for Guffman. And I didn't think of that. That's hilarious. Is Waiting for Guffman set in Minnesota? I don't. I've never seen it. Uh, Let's see. Working at the DQ. No, no. No, she's Southern, isn't she? Uh, we'll have to look into this. I'm we'll sorry. We'll have to look into that. The whole episode today might have to just be about that. Um, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, well, you should watch that movie, Rachel, and okay. then get on the level. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Is it really warm in Minnesota right now? Or I'm actually currently living in London. Um, I moved here last November for yep. a master's degree. Oh, wow. How's that going, by the way? Um, it's okay. Uh, we, London locked down, um, January-ish. Oh. And mm -hmm. we were pretty much in lockdown through mid-April. Um, so I didn't really do anything. Um, okay. except for, like, my classes and stuff. And I'm a photography student. Yeah. So that was really fun trying to figure out how to safely take photos my course is photography and urban culture so like being out in like yeah is usually so a good really thing mm -hmm. like i can't like 
take a picture of my cabinets and be like, and I, is- I'm living in student accommodation. So it's just like real crappy. Um, Dude. Yeah, I'm actually flying home on Tuesday um, for like a month. So oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Get a nice uh, Minnesota summer for you. Part of it. Yeah. I'll be home. I'm surprising. Um, I have a nephew who's turning five in like two weeks. Um, so I'm and you're flying all birthday. the way home from London for that. Rachel, your goals. That's so sweet. You're so sweet. It's Aww. technically partially for uh, my final, like my dissertation and my final photos. But the but it's mainly that. Take it for him. <laughs> yeah. but, but you're like, but we're going to say the other thing. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. We won't let him listen to this episode. Don't worry. No, um, he well, especially because mess- we've already dropped the F-bomb like four times. And well, I told part, him so. that we would, but he sent me a message and he was like, hey, can I? And I said, no, not this one. So we're good. <laughs> so, Rachel, uh, I want to know, obviously, because we brought you on for Gilmore Girl Talk and everything. Um, so when did you start watching Gilmore Girls? How did you discover it and how did it become your obsession? To be honest, I don't even remember um, I think probably reruns on the CW. Okay. Um, I'm only, I'm almost 27. I'll be home for my birthday. So a couple weeks, um, I'll be 27. So I'm on like the little bit of like a young, the younger side. So I wasn't like fully into it when it was airing originally. So like reruns and then like watched it a gazillion times since it's been on Netflix. <laughs> so I'm glad that you gave that explanation, but I was kind of begging when you said, um, to be honest, I don't, and I thought you were about to be like, to be honest, like, I don't really like it that much. I just want to be really honest. Hate it, actually. <laughs> I was really pumped for you to be like, actually, I'm not obsessed with it. Um, it's just, I think a, it's a fun show that I watched with people Some, and sometimes. you seemed cool. So I wanted to be I on mean, a podcast. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. And I thought maybe it'd be fun to be on a podcast. So yeah, just for kicks. Just Here for, I am. <laughs> Good. Okay. So. So do you have people that you like share it with or is it just like you? Um, yeah, I watch it with my mom sometimes. Um, one of my best friends is in it. We had uh, when the revival came out on Netflix, we had a whole like day and had snacks and like her, me and my mom watched it. Um, Cute. My, sister, my sister-in-law watches it, but um, she's team Logan. So we don't we don't really see eye to eye and a lot of things. So we don't talk about it a lot. Mm-mm. So. I love how and your team Dean. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh yes, wholeheartedly team. <laughs> Dean. No. She just came for you hard, Rachel. What are you gonna do <laughs> about that? What uh, are you gonna do? No, about? hey, look, two two team Jesses. We don't fight. Yeah, no. I'm team Logast. So I hate that, and I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> I had a, I so I just finished rewatching, and this has nothing to do with the topic. Oh no, you're doing great. Whatever. You do whatever you want. You do, you do whatever you want. Um. I was, I did a rewatch because I was like, okay, the friendships in there, I need to remember, you know, the friendships. Can we talk about the fact that like Jess and Logan are like the same person, but Logan just has money? Yes! Like, that's it. That's it. No, and, no, no, no. Like, we're done. More, yep. Logan's more of an asshole. So, yep. 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 And Jess is eventually much more in touch with his feelings. Yes, exactly. He he gets his life together. And he had he had reasons to be as jaded yes. as he was. Yes, he did. Yes. Someone so. sent me a freaking video on TikTok a couple days oh, ago. No. 
and they were it was this girl and they were like Gilmore what do you think of this and it was this <laughs> what this video is why I'm doing that voice okay okay it, it was all about why they're not team Jess and they were like he violated Rory and I was like did you <laughs> watch the show he they walked were like, out he, of the room he walked out like he they said, walked out of the room. Nothing I, happened. I know. I, no. I know. We've already discussed it like three times, but I just like, I'm so pissed no. because she, had she to go, go he goes for a rampage. belt loop. She says, no, she says, stop. And he's like, but she's not like, stop. I can't do it. And he's like, you're going to do it. Like none of that. No, he's just, just... no. <sighs> anyway. No, I mean, there was less forcing to have sex in, in that moment than there was in the Richardson. The, Bridgerton. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, see, I have, I've already watched all the way through Bridgerton, so I love your guys' oh. thanks. I'm so glad to hear that. I just I'm- I just had Benny give his product his predictions for things. Okay. So it will be and, aired very soon. Yeah. I also loved your uh Ginny and Georgia roasts. Dude. Oh, thanks. I also I also watched that. It's it's so terrible, but they were so good at what whatever they were trying to do. They, yes, it, they were good at what they were trying to do. It's like it's like a car accident. Like you can't look Dude. away because you need to know how it ends or like figure out how mm-hmm. it happened. But you you really shouldn't keep watching. Can I admit something to you guys because it's a safe space? Yes. I never watched the finale. Like I, I truly oh, couldn't didn't. do it anymore. Once we were alluding to her, like basically running away from her mother, I was like, cool. So you just went through all seven seasons of Gilmore Girls. And I mean, her dad freaking rides a motorcycle. Like I couldn't do it. I know. No. I-, <laughs> I get it. I know what oh, happens. Man. I was done. I was like, cool. So you're going to take your brother away. And I just, and I, the fact that they already got a season two, I just, I, I want to watch the first episode just so I can verify that I was correct and knowing where she was going on in the end. Cause yeah, I feel like exactly. it's really obvious. So, <laughs> oh, where she's going. Yeah. She's where going. She I'm pretty sure she's going to her dad. Yeah. 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 Oh, 100%. Yeah. Where yeah. else would she go? Now, I will say the show... I mean, unless she show... decides to be like her mom and just like be a teenager on the run. The thing is, she and her mom are not close enough for me to want them to live together anymore. So if she just lived with her dad and that was what the show was, was Jenny's life and George's life, I'd be like, okay, cool. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I also feel like her dad's like way more well-rounded and like a better influence like gorgeous he's, he's a better christopher than christopher yes. talk about it talk about it girl you Ruth. i just said girl you just did that's so true that's yeah. so true i think i think if they would have started with Ginny and georgia being closer at the beginning and seeing their like close relationship then we might have been like oh no she felt the need to run away from her mom but they were never close no no they never showed them as close she's like mean to her the entire time the only scene of friendship that there seemed to be was the toothbrushing scene. And that was yeah. a nice oh, scene, yeah. but it was like two minutes of her mom taking out batteries out of her vibrator to fix her daughter's toothbrush. And I was right? like, great. Yeah, yeah. Is- and like, 
and they they do that thing where they're basically they basically like point out like we're like Gilmore girls but with bigger boobs so that we'll think oh they're like Gilmore girls you know what I mean like I feel like they were able to like get rid of like a like they felt like they were able to get rid of like all the friendship that Gilmore girls has by just saying we're like Gilmore girls but does that make any sense it does can we agree they're not no. but I'm saying and also uh, if I may that accent took me out because we're well we're Georgia. from Georgia not from Georgia but like we're from Georgia oh, okay. and I was making I mean, a we're, very you're stupid, from Georgia I was making a stupid joke about saying that Georgia is not our mother oh. and you just let it go I um, did. I'm not there. I, I was like, where don't come from <laughs> the actress? Anyway, um, I was highly annoyed and offended because I was like, I'm sorry, people from Georgia don't talk like that. I'm I sorry know, that you my, think that. One of my best friends lives in Georgia and she doesn't talk like that. She makes fun of me for my accent and the way that I say like bagel and bag. You say bagel? Yeah. You say bagel? <laughs> bagel? My husband says bag. Yeah, bag, bagel, yeah. milk. Milk, yeah. Melt, roof. Mm-hmm. I Big love on the, the roof. accent. I, I, like, I just elongate my O's from living there. But that's I'm so self conscious talking to people here, though. And like, what if they think I'm like one of those Americans? And then I feel like <laughs> I need to preface that I'm not like that kind of American. Like, <laughs> you're like, I believe in masks. I, I've been wearing. I wear my mask on even on my walks outside. Like, I promise. Like, I wasn't the problem. I promise. Like, I promise. I'm not happy about the, 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 I'm not happy about the lockdown, but it's okay. Like I get it. I get like I was damning people that weren't wearing masks in target before I got here. Like, it's good. Like, don't worry about it. (sighs) Yeah. Gay rights. All right. Um, you're the worst. (laughs) Sorry. Everyone needs to know I'm gay. Every episode though. Um, Do they though? Literally the name. All right. Um, oh. oh, oh, wait. Did I offend you? I believe no. we just got our visual E. Our visual E. <laughs> visual discretion advised. So All right, let's talk about these friendships. Fr- you let me do my segue. It was really oh. good. It was so good that you have been I'm like, sorry. that was hot. Edit. No, no. They're going to get the full disclosure. <laughs> so you got, it's so funny because it's like, you got Ginny and Georgia. They're, friendships are supposed to mirror the friendships of Mm -hmm. Rory and Lorelai and where I think that they're failing the most is the fact that in my opinion the characters are not likable as much as Rory and Lorelai are and that is my segue Mm -hmm. It wasn't as strong. It was less of a segue and more of a let's keep talking about Ginny and Georgia. I realized as soon as I said it, I was like, no, it's not. That's a segue into (laughs) talking about the show that you're not talking about anymore. Let's talk about friendships. Um, When it comes to Rory and Lorelai being mother and daughter, obviously in their friendship, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit with a special guest before about how mother and daughter relationships as far as friendships can either be damaging or can be absolutely like gratifying. Do we feel like the show is depicting something that is healthy or something that is kind of a roadblock 
into, for example, Rory Gilmore's arc and whatever. So I want to hear from you guys. I have my own opinions and let's go. I, I think more damaging. I think just how, and I go, I go back and forth because like, I think they're close, but then I'm like, no, they're not because like Rory doesn't tell her everything. Like she feels like she needs to be like, perfect and have everything like set like before she tells Lorelai like with when she mm-hmm. get, went back to Yale she had to get a job and she did whatever which I love oh, that yeah. like she was like oh I got a job and then we like never see her go to the job or ever. she like doesn't ever talk about it again nope she swipes the card thingy Right. Did like everything in order and then to when get she that gets job. The, the job at the paper that Mitchum got her the internship at or whatever, she never talks about it again. Never. Never. And then the third one is her job at the at the bookstore. Which she does for like one episode. Uh, do you know how much I would have loved for an entire season to be about Rory Gilmore having jobs? It would have been great. (laughs) Honestly. Well, I just, I just think it's so interesting. The, like all of the money issues that they seem to have and like how they supposedly are not those rich people. But, you know, like I said earlier, Jess is the same person as Logan. Logan just gets away with it because he's rich and Lorelai gives him more benefit of the doubt than she does with Jess. Which is I terrible. think there's a lot of age there too. Yep. Mm-hmm. But but I do agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she just all of a sudden um, the episode. Oh, there you are. Oh, I thought you left. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm still um, here. I just I was trying to see if my brightness was up all the way. Um. So that episode where she's one of the episodes where she's living in the pool house and Paris comes over and she's like freaking out because her parents lost all her money. And Rory's like, well, you could do what everybody else does and like get a job. And I'm like, oh, right. You're one to tell. You have to say, (laughs) like, excuse me. I know. (laughs) Like what? So, in long-winded answer, I think it's more damaging, and just the fact that like it set her up to like not have any friends. Really, she only has Lane and Paris. And then they ran season seven. That's a whole other mm-hmm. topic. Throws in um, Lucy, Lucy and, Olivia. and Olivia randomly, which Is I would have liked her seven? to actually make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. How did I not realize that? You know. Huh. And then like um, when she when she can't get over that she like lost the fellowship or like didn't get something like she's just been put way too much up on a pedestal so i just think that like her and laura's relationship was too too much well i think what's funny to me with their relationship um i'm so sorry suzanne were you about ready to make a point then i will not you go um no i i fully agree with you um rachel i I don't think it was healthy. I think that it set her up for a friendship failure because she is BFFs on a level of intensity that I've never seen with her, with her mom. And it like all other friends pale in comparison to having the woman who birthed you also be 
you know, so close in age to you that like you guys are, uh, you know, you agree on so many things and, and you're like best friends. I don't know. I, I just think it set her up for friendship failure. I don't think it was, I think it was damaging. I agree. Her one closest friend Lane was also very close with her. I think that that kind of hurt Lane as well in seeing their relationship and just being like, I want that. Like I need my mom to be like that instead of like appreciating Miss Kim for like who she is Mm -hmm. and like how much she cares about Lane's future and making sure she's like successful. I'll be a hard ass, but. Well, that's a really good point. That's a crazy good point. And I didn't think about, are you saying in the fact of Lane's relationship with Lorelai or Lane's relationship Mm -hmm. with, okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, it's that weird. um, Obviously the age gap isn't as tremendous as say like others. So it's that thing of Lorelai being like, I am your age, right? But I'm not, (laughs) but I am. Half the time. I think something that's interesting that the show really explores with the friendship of Rory and Lorelai is they're best friends with things that don't matter, but with things that do matter, they don't know how to communicate them. And Mm. so like whenever Rory would talk about sex, Lorelai is saying she's ready. But then as soon as it comes up, she's like, oh, we're doing this. Oh, right. Because I established this dynamic that we're best friends and we talk about anything. But what I meant was movies and books and eating junk food, not your actual problems, not your actual issues. Um, So I actually would like to be a third in this party that agrees um, that it is a little unhealthy. I don't think there's anything wrong with um, a closeness, you know, obviously. But I think that it can be unhealthy and damaging in the sense of this is very morbid, but what are you going to do when, and I'm talking to this fictional character, what are you going to do when Lorelai is no longer there? Yeah. It also damaged Lorelai and her relationships. So I just, I watched all the way through, like even the revival and I just finished it the other night, but someone said even like, okay, she feels like, Rory is done now and sufficient enough on her own so she can actually marry Luke and let her in. I forget. I think maybe was it Jess who said that? Yes. I actually fully agree with you on that, that their relationship was so close that they almost self-sabotaged anything in their life Mm -hmm. to keep their dynamic yeah I mean you look back in earlier seasons yes look obviously is Lorelai not marrying Max because she doesn't love him sure but a big thing that causes them to break apart is the fact that he's wanting to be a dad to Rory and is trying to tell her how to do things and then is like they're kissing should I do something and it's just like she's like I don't want this I'm not (laughs) ready to not jump into my daughter's bed every once in a while and talk about boys. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Um, And she low-key even wouldn't let Christopher be a dad 
at some yeah. points. Wow. I really like this discussion because it's very deep. I feel like all the other ones we've had have been like, blah, 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 blah. but this one's like, no, in a good way, in a fun way. We haven't Why are had you a real... shading all of our special I'm guests? really not. I'm saying I love blah, 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 blah. Hey, special guests out there that are listening to us. I know you aren't Allie, but everybody else. Yeah. We really love you. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Don't don't do this to me. Um, what I'm saying is it's nice to have like a a 2020 episode of TV Gate. That's all I'm saying. Um, what is unfortunate is I think that the character that actually gets the most shat on in the friendship realm, besides Paris Keller, and we'll go into that, is oh. Suki. Uh, I was gonna say Suki, yeah. Do, so we agree. Do you agree, Rachel? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. No. No, and then that's Done. all. No, um yeah, Suki, it's such an interesting thing because I think they do a really great job writing wise of giving her her own life. Um mm-hmm. and so the level of friendship that Lorelai is willing to let her in on seems to be the level of friendship that Suki can give um with her busy life. But I do remember I I was watching um I was watching some of the uh when they're like trying to open the inn and they're trying to decide if uh that that like old lady that was like yeah if I die I'm still not going to give you yeah, the Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just was like I was like watching that I was watching that French or watching their friendship in that and like it's this thing where Suki seems to like understand and like take on all of Lorelai's flaws like no no and she stands up for herself not that she doesn't but Lorelai doesn't seem to do the same for Suki like like Lorelai has some big old big old issues but she's like I'm afraid that you're not gonna like she says to Suki like I'm afraid you're not you're you're just gonna flake out oh are you talking about the episode where she like doesn't meet whoever at the inn for whatever it is for the kitchen yeah yeah and then earlier Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm saying then earlier in the second season when like they're deciding that like we're really going to do this and then they find out that uh, why can't I think of her name wants to sell the Independence Inn and Mm -hmm. Lorelai is like telling Suki like, hey, you can't decide on a menu. You can't decide on these things like we can't do that in business. That's the same episode. No, the one you're thinking about. Oh, you're right. Sorry, Fran dies later. You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah, Here we go. Oh, sorry. It wasn't like that. I know what you're doing. It wasn't like it. Um. Anyway. Um. But yeah, like, and, and I don't see. I don't see Lorelai like giving her the same type of grace that Suki seems to give her, like constantly. Nope. Do you know what Lorelai? to me is and this is going to sound I think Suzanne you'll get it and Rachel will be like sure why not um let's let's put let's put thoughts in our special guests Lorelai and Suki's relationship to me Mm -hmm. is a showmance it is someone that you do summer stock theater with you okay. spend every waking moment together, your best friends, your roommates, you know everything about each other. And then, and you're like, we're best friends forever. And then they leave and you never talk to them again. 
that to no, me is I what theirs is. I get it. I'm not a theater kid, but I but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you get what a showman says. I do, yes. Yeah. It it's in the name. So <laughs> no, I I agree with you. I, I was actually I was thinking about that. Um not in those terms, but I was thinking like, I find it so interesting that we see so much more of Lorelai and Suki's friendship when she's with Luke, uh, because they come over for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that episode. They're- yeah. Look, the girls are not good friends to other people. Like, I, mean, I, I, I just want to maybe, I don't know, hot take. They're just not. There's I, no controversial opinion on that. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's truth, and it goes down the line. Mm-hmm. You got Rory, that in my opinion is the shittiest friend to Lane, and yet constantly. Acts, and do you know actually the episode that pisses me off the most? And you're gonna be like, really? It is in later in the series, like super late. For her 21st birthday, Emily keeps referring to Lane as Rory's Asian, Asian friend. friend. And Rory is standing up for her in like a, her name's Lane, but I'm like, Rory, you don't talk to her. Like, I, <laughs> like, I think it's great that you're standing up for that. That's wonderful. But please don't act like you're any better than your grandmother when like, you don't talk to Lane. You didn't even know that she got home from her tour like right the la- the second the, the time that you saw her was at your 21st birthday so and then uh, she was with zach and that was a whole other like level of awkward like him and logan meeting like yeah that's really your best friend like your your serious boyfriends should like know each other and like cell phones yeah. and texting was a thing mm-hmm. like anyway. yeah it <laughs> It's again, it seems like it continually is like for both. It's just like friendships of convenience. Like they have each other and then they have friendships of friendships of convenience. (laughs) You know, Um, like I have I have my best friend, Tiffany, who's going to eventually be on the podcast and who is the person who got me into Gilmore Girls in the first place. And I am 37. She's 37. She'll be 38 in July. And like we have to work. At our friendship like she lives in Manhattan I live now in upstate New York and we have to call each other and we have to give a crap about each other having babies and mm-hmm. you know you know what I mean like it's just it's I know it's television so obviously I can't get like super angry about it but just like I don't know well have a little bit more effort that's how I feel with me and my best friend I mean like we and we've had fallouts we've had we've had months where we're not anymore and now i'm going to be their man of honor at their wedding um but we have to put effort into it as well yes Mm -hmm. they're a teacher and i'm a teacher as well and so sometimes schedules are shit and so we can't as much but it's all about putting in that effort to keep it going um, mm-hmm. do you have a best friend like that? Rachel? I do. I have a couple. So like one of my best friends, uh, we met online. Um, cool. it sounds weird, uh, no. in like college. And so, um, we met on like a fan page for a band and, um, 
we met up for the first time going to a playlist live with all the YouTubers back in the day. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was Amazing. the first time we met. And um, uh, so, yeah, she still lives in Atlanta. And when I'm in Minnesota, it's really hard. And then um, my other best friend that I've been really close with since high school, um, we went to the same college um, and for three of the four years we lived together. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that kind of created some rough patches for a while. Um, (laughs) so that, that was hard, but I mean, we've gotten over it. Like I'm going to be her maid of honor. She's getting married in a year and yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just, you you freaking put effort in and like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they were so so focused on and again it's the writing it's I'm not <laughs> I, yeah it's a television show but I feel like they were so what? writing wise I know I know please please don't let the rest of your fans know Benny what um <laughs> guys don't listen to the woman in the it's hammock real. um actually wait can I make one quick diatribe real quick sure Okay, so the other day, I'm, you and I, uh, Benny and I were talking about uh, Gilmore Girls because that's just a thing. And um, really not but actually, I was, but okay. no, 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 it was, listen. Um, but I was making fun of like, just of, of what we were just saying. Like, we're like, it's a show, guys. Like, come on, it's a show. And then I remembered that I'm pretty sure the first time I like fully watched the show through, I had to remind myself that they weren't my friends that I wasn't I, I remember that. I yeah. I refer I referred to myself as the third Gilmore girl um <sighs> what Benny I have to tell you something what last night so <laughs> so Jake has the has the bug now shameless Jake plug yay Jake my boyfriend um so he has the bug now and I was like, I like got him a popsicle and he was so stopped. He was like, thank you. And I was like, honey, do you want anything? And he was like, would you put on Gilmore Girls? And I was like, what? And he was like, it's comforting. And I was like, okay. So we were watching it. And I have to tell you, you are truly Lorelai Gilmore. What? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't make me feel so no, happy about the way that you talk about things and your quirkiness and all of that. <coughs> I was like, oh my gosh, my sister is Lorelai Gilmore. That's why I relate to the show so much. Is oh, no. you know, I my best friend is Carly Berg, but my best, my like best friend is my sister. And so Aww. I was like, and my mother, I know my muscle isn't doing. She's like, what about me? Okay, well, um, no, <laughs> just kidding, Mama. I'm kidding. Mama, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. BFFs. Mom well. knows what I'm doing. Um, but I was watching it, and I was like, wow, it really is like it is in my family because, like, it reminds me so much of my sister. So that's Aww. my love letter. Thank you. Oh, that was really sweet. I hope it's not in regards to like being a terrible friend and. Uh... <laughs> No, it was actually <laughs> more it was more in how she um I'm just is at the independence end. There's something about her whenever she is working oh. and just her the way that she is there. I was just like, that's my sister. Oh, well thanks. That means a lot to me. So we talked about, you know, 
Lorelai and Suki, Rory and Lane. I now would like to talk about the friendship that, in my opinion, is so unfortunate because I don't think that Rory Gilmore deserves this friendship in the slightest, and that is the friendship of Paris Keller. I start this meeting now. Watch Rachel be like, I actually do not agree. I think Paris is horrible and... So Rachel, I'd love to hear no. from you because I feel like you were quiet Paris during Paris is Lane. amazing. Yeah. I think when I was like, when I was younger and I first started watching it, I think I, I honestly was like, oh my God, Paris is the worst. Like she's awful. But I think I've grown to really like her. Um, and especially as I age and I'm like, oh God, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> right like like the episode where they're um before they go on uh spring break to like florida or wherever it is they go yes just like is it raining get your tubes tied yeah her (laughs) savageness is how i feel on the daily i completely agree with you yes i think what is unfortunate is how many times she stands up for Rory Gilmore and how many times Rory Gilmore never stands up for her it is cringeworthy And what is so maddening to me, and it is in the writing, is there was a thing, I guess, in the early 2000s to make fun of the, what's the word, of the anxious people, to Mm -hmm. make fun of the people that are slightly crazy, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I hate that because I watch it now and I look into the when Paris takes over for the Yale Daily News and totally has a nervous breakdown and becomes like a major like cray dictator. But Rory doesn't have her back at all. No. She yeah, you acts would think- like she does, but then takes her job. Right. And she acts so surprised when Paris throws her out. She's like, what? I didn't come for your job, girl. Yes, you did. Yes. Yes, you did. (laughs) You know, it's an interesting thing. I feel like to Rory, Paris is still a frenemy. And to Paris, she's like BFF forever. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But how interesting is it that in the revival, Paris is the only friend she seems to have. Like she has Lane, but she doesn't see Lane. Lane's her Delonica friend that she hung out the square with. Like that's she. She regularly sees Paris. Am I not remembering correctly? Oh yeah, she regularly sees her. Where she'll be like, "Where are we going to?" Doesn't she like stay at her house too? Yeah, sometimes she'll like take care of the kids every once in a while. And that's my other favorite money thing that I was just like so irritated by when I was watching that. I'm like, my flights to London were not cheap. And like when I came here, I obviously bought like a one-way ticket, but now going home and then coming back, I've bought, you know, round trip. It's not cheap. How does she afford to go back and forth? But apparently she can't make rent. Because, right? Is it Logan? Is it Logan? You know what I think it is? I think Rory Gilmore is the epitome of I'm just going to spend things, spend money, but then I say, I'm not going to pay rent. I'm not going to pay rent. I'm going to do because I never, I didn't know I had she, to do that. She never had, she never did throughout the whole show. And I, that's the other thing I just wonder like when she moved back in with Paris and Doyle, like the last chunk before she graduated, like how did she pay her rent? 
Because you know parents, Paris would not have let her slide no. without paying the rent. No, I'm going to say with probably Christopher. Probably. Oh, right, because Christopher is like uber wealthy then, right? And he, mm-hmm. yeah, Christopher ended up paying for Yale to get Emily and Richard to stop doing it after right. that big fallout. I wouldn't be surprised because she doesn't get her trust fund from tricks until she's 25. So the whole thing is... Yeah. Oh, I guess she's been living off of the trust fund. That's what I've always been under the assumption of. That I totally makes forgot sense. about that. I totally forgot about her trust fund as well. And I think that she runs out on the trust fund when she's 32. And that's why it's this big thing. Benjamin James Martin Higgins. I cannot believe you just said that. My mind is blown. I'm going to make a TikTok about it and get another million views. You have figured Gilmore Girls out. You. I'm just kidding, you guys. Ben. I'll stitch it. How did nobody? I've never heard that point made. Really? Yes. Didn't even think about it either. I I thought that because I was like, okay, twenty five, and she gets two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the first season that sits in the bank until she's twenty five. So she's sixteen when she gets it. Which and it doesn't got... sit; it's gaining interest. Exactly, mm-hmm. it's gaining interest and probably gaining rich people interest. So it's oh, yeah. probably. Can we agree if at not a million close to it, like seven fifty? Oh, I would say more than that. But you yeah. think it's over a million? Do you think two fifty in interest is growing? Well, maybe in. Well, nine I years. think that with her grandfather being who her grandfather is, is probably I'm sure that he's putting it in stocks and trying to make it but i mean we don't know that for sure but i i would say it'd be closer to maybe five so you think maybe five million dollars okay so i don't know with inflation i think that that probably checks out so five million dollars she's 25 when she gets it she's 32 actually she's 33 i think in the revival so 25 that's eight years eight years yeah it makes sense I think yeah, she's especially just she run was out. renting in uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before she moves back home. Yeah, Amy I mean, Sherman, I know you're a regular listener, so go ahead and use this for when you sound bring off it back. in our review. When you bring it back <laughs> for the second season, just go ahead and just be like, you know, the trust fund that ran out. That's why I was fucked. <laughs> Slip it in there somehow. Just, just throw it in <laughs> there. Slip it in there like Lane's dad. It's <laughs> like do it. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Someone actually asked a question on Instagram. I thought it was interesting. It was, uh, would you rather see the full story of Lane's dad or see Suki and Jackson's wedding? (laughs) Uh, I want to see the full story of Lane's dad. Yeah, you too. I was like, I want to see him and Mrs. Kim interact. Yeah. Like I need that. Now I I can't remember. Are they together still? No. No, okay. Because he returned. She, he was like, hey, my dad's here for the revival. Yeah. He was like, hey. And, and he I was like, there way, way old. Yeah, he they did. I was really, like, really old actor. Like, maybe it was a favor by her mom. Like, a yeah, maybe. Transaction. Yeah. Um, so, going back to the Paris thing, I think what is so devastating to me is and maybe it's just me is it not cringeworthy to see 
her bring Rory back into the house, stand up for Rory to Logan, calling him basically a pig of filth. And then after having Chinese food with Rory on the couch and being like, we're swearing off men, Rory's like, I gotta go. It's been an hour of me not living with him. So I have to go. I have to go. It's so gross to me. It's awful. And there's still a joke about her. Yeah. Uh, Par- Justice for Paris. Justice for Paris. Although I do have to admit, we kind of, we kind of, uh, with the with our our last ep- last week's episode, we kind of screwed up Justice for Paris because we just talked about LGBTQ issues. <laughs> because we, we wanted talked, to talk about. Her. We talked about Paris for literally ten minutes, and then we were like. Because we hey, want to talk about talk Liza about Wile. Yeah, we want to talk about Liza yeah. Wile. And then we were like, you know, I realized I've been moving for three weeks. I didn't do any actual research on Liza Wile. So, so it was just we, like a long diatribe of us being like, she's great. Yeah, she's she's great. a really good actress. Have you, I knew, you guys watch uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yep. Yes. And she's in that too, yeah. Yeah. I knew. Did you ever watch How to Get Away with Murder? Yes. Love her is... in that. <sighs> so Thank good. Thank you. That was one of the shows that I um, binged. Well, I've well, I've been living here um, around Christmas when I didn't have oh, any nice. classes or anything, and I was stuck here without being able to go home and be with my family. I was like, I'm just gonna watch How to Get Away with Murder. That's a good one to binge because it's short, but it's got like such a good binge worthy story. I think yeah. I watched it in like a week or two. Oh, like, it was real quick. Same girl. Same. That's what Jake and I think. I think that's what we're gonna binge because we're trying to do Grey's Anatomy, but. I told him, I said, so honey, if we watch two episodes a night and then on the days off, we watch three, we'll be done by October 25th. And he went, how many episodes are in Grey's Anatomy, honey? And I said, there's 17 seasons. And he goes, 17. So like 10 up. And I said, no, no. it is, uh, it's cable rules. And it's, it's one Shonda of the last rules. shows that has 22 episodes. Uh, at least. Do you know their yeah. later seasons are like 24 and 25? Yeah. And, um, so we might have to change to how to get away with murder. Oh, don't okay. come for me, but I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. I'm not a medical drama person. I get queasy really, really easy. But see, that's why Grey's Anatomy is so great is I'm not either. You can ask my sister. Mm-hmm. I can't watch ER. I can't watch House. I can't watch any of that shit. Grey's Anatomy just has a lot of steamy love. And that's okay. my ticket. It's so funny that I that I always say that, but I watch like Criminal Minds and watch people get like hacked up and half yeah. the time I like sit there watching the episodes like I won't do that but I'll totally watch no. SVU I lo- <laughs> like why not SVU my, my <laughs> one of my favorite shows um so I wanted to go ahead and reel into this and then I have like a couple of fun questions to wrap it up do you guys find it funny that with the exception no there's no exception the men don't seem to have friends in Stars Hollow. No. I think they should have made Kirk and Luke more friends. I do too. Or someone. I love their dynamic. I love their dynamic. It just seems to be that the men have their job and their stereotypical man things. Yeah. And there you go. And if you're gay or questioning, then you're friends with the women, which is true. But anyway, um, <laughs> you're like, which is not that, far which off. is not not far <laughs> off of the truth. But I was like looking through the friendships, and I was like, okay, cool. Lorelai and Rory, Lorelai and Suki, 
Lorelai and Michelle, which we didn't really cover that, but I mean, let's cover it real quick. Lorelai and Michelle is a fun relationship that reminds me of Meredith and Alex. Enough. Do we agree with this, Suzanne? I guess. I don't you know. don't think that Lorelai and Michelle are very similar to Meredith and Alex? I'm too angry with Alex to have, have this conversation. You're too angry with him because you start from the beginning and you forgot much of an ass wipe he is. Because I couldn't believe it. I was like, I forgot that you were a dick-ass sandwich. Yeah, and he I, ends as a dick-ass sandwich too. Well, that's a, good, that's a good insult. I like that. Thank you. Um, he really does. And then yeah, have I told you my thing? Rachel's like, I'm just here. Um, have I told you? that um i don't think that that was actually his voice as the voiceover it it does not no you like haven't but but let's table like this because i feel no, bad for rachel that was that's why i said sorry rachel i had to have a it's little okay. book a second anyway so I I, relationship is like out. a brother okay. and sister relationship who were they just like michelle and lorelei yes where yeah. they just like poke at each other all the time but underneath it like michelle gets really butt hurt when lorelei doesn't yeah. like sit down and make the like what needs fixing list with him and stuff like that but also i think michelle's a dick sometimes he sorry is about it he I, is and i think it's a tribute to the writing i think that michelle is one of the unfleshed out characters and it was yeah, only for written sure. for a joke and then the fandom wanted him to be more than he actually was mm-hmm. so two questions for you guys you ready who is the better friend Lorelai or Rory. So I'm going to go down the things. Lorelai or Rory. So it's like a quick, like, boom, boom. Lorelai. Lorelai. Okay. Lorelai and Suki. 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 Okay. Lorelai and Michelle. Lorelai. Lorelai? <laughs> I don't know. Rory and Lane. Michelle be friends with anybody else. Lane. Okay. Lane, yeah. Rory and Paris. Paris. Rory and Lucy and Olivia. Lucy and Olivia. I don't know. Yeah, definitely Lucy and Olivia. And then the final one, you'll be like, they're not friends, but they might as well be. Lorelai and Mrs. Kim. Mrs. Kim. Because she challenged Lorelai. Interesting. (laughs) Okay, then my final question. Who would be your friend? And Why? I'll go first. My friend would be Suki because we would be hypochondriacs together and make food and drink wine and talk about fun things and get off on tangents. I love it. Um, I would say Lane. Um, I love music. So mm-hmm. I okay. would just, yeah, geek out about that. Yeah. So I think I would probably go Paris. Um, because I feel like I, uh, I need a savage friend. Um, yeah, I don't know. I need, I need a savage friend. Classic bougie ratchet. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, Rachel, we had such a blast with you today. Yeah, I'm sorry if it's, thanks for having me. No, we've had such a great time. Um, before we go, we do have a question we'd like to ask all of our special guests. And that is, would you like to ask it, Suzanne? Of course I, yes. Well, I didn't know if what you, you had watching it. this week? Oh my gosh, this week, 
Um, I've been just re-watching shows just because I'm in limbo, like about to fly out and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I had a anxiety attack yesterday. And my dad goes, watch your comfort, watch Gilmore Girls. And I'm like, I just finished watching it. So um, I am re-watching Ted Lasso on Apple TV. I'm obsessed with it. Oh, it's so okay. Funny. I have not watched that yet. I haven't gotten, I, I don't have Apple TV. I don't either. I I keep feeling like I need to have it because I'm hearing more and more things of how good shows are on there. Like morning show. I've been meaning to watch that. That's on my list. So what is Ted Lasso about? Um, He is an American uh, American football coach from Kansas um, and a rich lady who owns a soccer football club um in the uk in london um hires him to be their new coach to run the team into the ground because her ex-husband it was his like pride and joy and so she wants to like destroy it but it's hilarious and jason sudeikis is is so um, good is ted lasso and he's freaking hilarious so it's really good so rachel Rachel, where can our listeners uh, follow you on the socials? Because I've been seeing some of your stuff on TikTok and I really would like to see you do more stuff, um, especially like your Julie and the Phantoms stuff. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with that show. Come on now. Um, on TikTok, it's, I can't, I can never remember. It's Ray, R-A-E, either underscore or dot. I never remember. It'll what. be in the notes. No worries. Yeah. Lee94. Same thing on Instagram. Okay. Same thing on Twitter. Do you, I don't really tweet that much. Do you have anywhere that you, um, you said you're a photographer. Do you have anywhere that your work is or? Yeah, I have a photography Instagram and it's Ray, R-A-E dot L-E-I-G-H dot photography. Fabulous. Awesome. We'll put that in the notes as well. Absolutely. Thanks. Rachel, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for this having me. This has been me. so great. A great discussion about friendships yeah. After we do Grays, whatever we find next, we'll we'll hit you up and find out if you've watched it and like it. Are yes. you a Are you a Shit's Creek fan, Rachel? Yes. yes. I need to talk with you, Suzanne. Okay. Um, cool. That could awesome. be our Easter egg. All right. <laughs> do you know what is funny to me? Is do you remember last week when I got butt hurt and? ended up changing the topic of our discussion because yes. I didn't want to talk about it anymore because I was butt hurt. Yes, I remember that very well. This interview, I thought was going to be me wanting to change the subject again because I couldn't think about what to talk about, but this went really well, I thought. <laughs> yes, it did. It did go really well. I thought it did. Yeah, yeah. When, when we recorded it two days ago, it, not, it did <laughs> When it went really well. Shut up. When she sent me the topic, I was like, okay, I don't really know how to expand off of this, but it is interviewee's choice and I'm going to respect this. But this went freaking awesome. I thought that she yeah. had so much personality and she was so like quick witted. Like, I want to have drinks with her. So, Rachel, yes, we snaps for you. Thank you so yes. much for being a guest, a fellow Minnesotan. And while we probably won't have you for the next season, we will. I have call you myself a Minnesotan, even though I'm not in Minnesota right sure. now and I wasn't born in Minnesota. I have lived, I lived in Minnesota for like eight years. So, I, I think, think, yeah, 
no, you say what you think about your life. How about that? I think in certain ways, I can be considered a Minnesotan. Well, I mean, I feel like in a way you became the person that you are today in Minnesota. Like I understand. I New became York the person that I am today when uh, I started taking Zoloft. Well, friends, <laughs> that is legit. All we have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We are almost done with our first season. I cannot believe it. We started this February thirteenth by myself, and then Suzanne got on, and she was like, "Let's actually make it good." And I was like, "I agree." And then we did. Um, so I, I truly mean that. Uh, so That's let very us sweet. know what you thought of this episode in the comments. Let us know your favorite TV shows, shows that you want us to cover, because as you know, next season is going to be some Grey's and. Realness. Anatomy and some, some sex in the city realness because remember, Heck yeah, Suzanne is watching Sex in the City not for the first time, but she's basically watching it for the first time because you've seen bits. Yeah, of it's it. like that, yeah, it's like that thing where you like watch it on TBS and it's not in order and it's so, only 10 no minute butts. episodes because there's no butts or boobs or curse or words, fucks. yeah. Yep. Um, so that's okay. It's my favorite show. I know you guys think it's Gilmore Girls. I know you do. Gilmore Girls is just the show that I know the most about. Also, Gilmore Girls is the show that I watched longer than I watched Sex and the City. But when I saw Sex and the City, I was like, this is my life. At least it feels like it is. You will understand. <laughs> Okay, uh, I can't wait. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you uh, so much. Just also remember to rate and review and subscribe. Subscribing is so important. Reviewing is so important. So important. It pushes us up higher and higher on those, uh, I don't know, iTunes thingies and uh, makes it so that we are seen more in people's feeds and do it review if you like us review if you don't like us review but say good things this is fantastic and everyone submissions for the new podcast the seattle gay podcast are closed unfortunately they are closed we had so many submissions i'll be real with you guys we didn't get any submissions um we just had a lot of people be like i love gray's anatomy but you have a gilmore girls page and i was like i get it i know i do yeah but we want to expand so i'm really excited because this next season is going to be a season where you're going to get to hear a lot of guests that we had and also people from our life and also some newer people from the Grey's Anatomy community that are not exactly from the Gilmore Gay communities. I'm super yeah. excited about that. And but- TBH guys, this this thing is growing and growing and uh who knows? Who knows? And I do want to say one last thing to end this we have two special guests coming and possibly a third from the show of Gilmore Girls. So go ahead and get ready for that in the next couple and get of weeks. Excited. Get lit. Um shot, 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 shot. <laughs> well, that is it. We have yep. completed the episode. We have. Let's rant about yeah you're gonna have to tell me what to rant about this time because uh it's been two days 
You know, I think my rant is going to be about the fact that I took time to make a beautiful Instagram post that had Ray It was absolutely gorgeous. This rant is for our followers. It was gorgeous. (laughs) And guys, when I put up... Not only was it gorgeous, Benny, it was witty AF. It was gorge. It was witty. It was all the things that you need. Those eyes. mm, Those eyes. And my followers went, that's cute. But I want to talk about friendships with Lorelai and Suki. And y'all, I have a bone to pick with you. It it hurts. It hurts. I took time. took time, guys. I took time to pick out that certain yellow on Canva. In the words of Jill, dance moms. What? more do you want from her last time we checked nine people cared nine people but you guys sure loved liza wild yeah sure loved it yeah sure did tell us what you want in our instagram what do you want no we're kidding no we're just kidding we love you dearly and and really honestly i hope that the the music hasn't gotten this gotten so loud before we can say that we do love you very much oh my god